My name is DJ Tuft, and you're watching a special for the record segment in honor of the late Mac Miller. Mac tragically passed away on September 7, 2018 after an accidental drug overdose. And while he's no longer with us physically, the release of his latest album, Circles, proves that his legacy continues to live on. I first met Malcolm in 2010 walking down 23rd Street in Manhattan after a friend, Arthur Pitt, introduced us. Unplanned and by chance, I ended up hanging out with Mac later that night at producer Static Selectors' home studio in Brooklyn as I saw him write and record. He was a rapper in every sense of the word. I watched him light up that night as he wrote lyrics back and forth with terminology for their record, 8292. That same night, Mac Miller's friend and partner, Quentin Cuff, played me Donald Trump months before it dropped, and it was clear to me that he was going to be a star. It was no question. After that day, we became real close, and we did a ton of interviews at XXL, MTV, and even here at Genius. It was during those early interviews that Mac gave me the name DJ Tuft, a.k.a. Too Ugly for TV. Early on in the days of kids, best day ever in Blue Slide Park, Malcolm started being labeled in the media as a fun rapper, a happy-go-lucky rapper. And in a lot of ways back then, he was. He was a kid who started pushing his mixtapes in Pittsburgh staples like the store Time Bomb and performing in underground spots like Shadow Lounge paying his dues. But early on, it was clear that Mac had this yearning to grow as a rapper and as a musician. I remember going to Stage AE in the Berg for the last show of his Blue Slide Park tour and watching as he connected with the crowd with more emotional songs like Miss Calls. I remember watching him pull out a white guitar, strumming and singing Bismarcky's Just a Friend, and having no idea that that rapping-ass kid that I saw in the basement could play the guitar. He went on to grow musically. First, there was the 2012's Jazz EPU, which he released under the name Larry Lovestein and the Velvet Revival. And by the time he dropped his second album, watching movies with the sound off, Mac was producing a big chunk of his music under the name Larry Fisherman and had mostly shed the image of a kid rapper. Projects like Macadelic, Run On Sentences, Delusional Thomas, and Faces found Mac with the range of his creativity on full display. Good AM, The Divine Feminine, and Swimming continued that growth. Mac's latest album, Circles, is a companion to swimming, meant to complete the thought swimming in circles. As a friend and as a fan of Mac Miller, it's hard hearing him sing, Every Now and Again, Baby, I Get High, on the album closer once a day. But if you knew Mac personally or through his music, then you know that's how honest he was. But at the same time, he was delicate and he was endearing. The album is emotional and honest and raw, but there's no pity party. On the song That's On Me, Mac takes accountability for all of his faults. But even when things are messed up, he reminds us all to live a beautiful life on songs like Surf. Back in October 2019, I was amongst a group of people invited to hear Circles as Mac's family, managers, label, and producer John Byron played the album. It was definitely hard to listen at first, but as I settled in and played the album on repeat this morning, I did so with a smile on my face. Remembering that kid who I met rapping nonstop in Static Selector's basement and seeing how much he's grown as an MC, songwriter, producer, instrumentalist, and overall artist. It's inspiring. Malcolm was just fearless, man. On Complicated, Max sings, some people say they want to live forever, and that's way too long. I just get through the day without any complications. And it's a practical thought. And while he may be gone physically, Mac Miller's spirit will certainly live on through his music. Rest in peace, homie. Sometimes you gotta close the door to open a window. Don't bite your tongue. and gentlemen to a special R.I.P. dedication 
episode of Ox Me Later. And I said I was going to do this on pod or whatever. Got to light one up and light a candle out for this one, man. So before I get to, which you already clicked on it, so you already know what we're talking about. I would like to introduce a special first-time guest. And not only just guest, the producer extraordinaire of the intro you're actually fucking listening to, my man Sam, 92 Wave. I Yo, mean, it's, it's dope shit, bro. I, I, like, it's finally dope to get you on, bro. What up? Hey, I've been trying to do this for a long time. I'm, I'm glad to be a part of it. I mean, before we even get into Mac or whatever, like, I got to talk about, you know, I feel like a lot of people don't give appreciation enough or whatever. Like, whenever we first met, and you oh. know, you had your podcast and everything, and I, you actually inspired me to start this. So yeah. I probably wouldn't be here now if it wasn't for you, bro. Keep it real. That was a crazy turn of events. I remember I ran into you randomly at the bars, a little buzz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could just sense, I don't know. We just we just clicked. It was wild, man. Yeah, yeah. You had a good background, music and stuff. You like the same artists. Still a little freestyling, like it was dope. And then I I remember whenever, you know, I had like one beat and everything together, and I was like, yo, you know, da 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 da, like, could I possibly get something for the party? It was like, oh, say less, and you shot it to me like the next day. That's what I was trying to do, dude. If I if I see somebody that I feel like. Has potential. I try to reach out to him immediately. Get to it. And like I tell you guys or whatever, it is like I put him in the description every episode because that's just love. He didn't have to do that. Like that's really y'all love right there, man. That's you know. Oh, I had fun with that beat too, actually. Oh yeah, oh, bro. I'm, you you killed that one. I don't know. I don't even know if you caught it on um the end of the the end of the year music episode. I actually used um Echo. Oh yeah, yeah. I used that on that one or whatever. That's that's a wavy one, but uh, it's kind of experimental. Yeah, because because you because like the thing about it is they don't know. Like you sent me the joint over, and I just kind of like took it over, put it in my joint, and I put a little "Don't Bite Your Tongue" in there, you know, with the little cup and everything. <laughs> you know, that, that's I got my little quote unquote producer drop. I need to save that or whatever next time I do it. I swear, because I still don't have it saved just as a drop. Hey, I appreciate it. I'm ready to go. Mac Miller, you know what I'm saying? This is uh, an emotional weekend, honestly. Yeah, this, it literally, we're recording this the day after Circles dropped, and then literally when I drop this tomorrow, I looked it up, bro, it's going to be his birthday. Oh, yeah, dude. I, you don't understand. I'm probably one of the biggest Mac Miller fans. I got, like... We 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 clicked on that. I remember when we were talking artists and everything, I ain't going to lie. If, y- if y'all see Sam... And then, yeah, like, we were talking artists or whatever. Like, okay, Mac makes sense, but just we were talking like other artists. And I was like, holy shit, you know who that is? <laughs> yeah. I was like, yo, my, my man really knows this shit. Back in college, all right, so here's the story. Right. I, I was a journalism major. I got one of my first internships with a Pittsburgh online publication that was like the first like website to like really interview him to like give him a shot. And I right. just like talked to the boss of that and like, because of my background on Mac, they're like, all right, you're set. From there, I started interviewing like Denzel Curry, no name, like all these people have become huge now. But I, I, 
I always had this end goal that one day maybe I could have still interviewed him, but obviously. Bro, I, 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 I didn't I didn't know this. Yeah, dude. I'm just learning this. That's crazy. Yeah, college is amazing. And I mean, I was there for the Blue Slide Park tour. Uh, Pat Dib opened up for him. That put me on to them. It was just a perfect mix. And it was just like, Every college party you go to, Mac will be there playing in the background. Like, it just set the vibe so perfectly for every situation. Facts. I mean, shit, we're talking about Mac, the artist or whatever. Like, do you remember the year or the song that really got you on him or whatever? Because, like, I got to go back to, like, ah, shit, what was it? It was off the very first joint or whatever. I always tell people like, okay, yeah, I was rocking with Mac, and it was a little period of time or whatever. I ain't gonna front. Oh, it was off the kids mixtape. Kids, yeah, yeah. It was the Nikes on my feet or whatever video. Matter of fact, I honestly probably looked that music video up maybe once a month just to reminisce. Like that is definitely one of the ones that's just like immediately takes you back. Like I went, I went listen to that. Of course, I got on the high life or whatever, which I still don't even know if that's an official mixtape or not. And then there's, I think there's like two before that. And then there's the one before High Life that I think was probably the most commercial was like cruising from the jukebox or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I never listened to that one though. I ain't gonna front. But I mean, yeah, they're just, just random cuts. And I don't know. That was kind of when he was kind of playing into the white rapper mentality. Oh, oh facts. And that's what I was gonna say. That's what I was going to say. Like, around 2011, when he dropped Best Day Ever, I'm not going to front, bro. I did not like that project. Like, I, like besides the what? Keep Float, bro, I'm oh, telling you. I was going to say Keep Float. That's, that's the number one. No, no, yo, Keep Floating was hard. That was a shit with Wiz. Yo, with but, like, Wiz, I'm telling you. And it, it was certain stuff up there that was kind of cool. Yeah. But, like, the, the I, I just, like, that's when I kind of felt like he was getting into what I called, quote, unquote, college boy rap. Okay. But he, I ain't going to say, oh, he got me back. But, like, that was the one, I ain't gonna front, that's the one project by him where I was kind of like, okay, uh, that and a little bit of good AM, where I was just like, I really don't know, but everything else, yeah, I love, like, because people, you know, which I, I remember putting so many people on, and they will, they will say to this day, yo, Mook made me not only listen to watching movies with the sound off, he made me watch the random ass YouTube video with the fucking turtle. Only real fans <laughs> know about that shit, bro. You're laughing because oh, I know you get what I'm saying. I know you. I just want to say, alright. Watching movies with the sound off. Bro, that's why I was like... I mean, that it's, his, That's his best album to me. That, thank you. Everyone but says the divine feminine. I mean, I guess maybe it's more. I'm gonna speak about that one a little like bit more later. Complete project, but no. To me, watching movies with the sound off, it had so many random bangers and just the lyrics were all over the place. That's when you really understood that he was a rapper. Like, bro, I will say to the day I am in the ground. He dropped the album the same. Well, he didn't. Well, he dropped it, of course, but he had already had his album date. Kanye dropped Yeezus that same day and then Cole dropped Born Center that same day and I tell you people did not realize it in the moment but looking back now and I I, like I didn't realize not no shit not just me a lot of people didn't realize it and or say it but until like maybe the year and years like after that 
they're like, holy shit, Mac dropped that album the same day as them, and he won that. He won that day. His album was better than both. And I fuck with Born Center. And I even fuck with Jesus. Me, me and one of my homies were the few people that fucked with Jesus. Swear to God. Oh, oh I love Jesus. I but Born Center, yeah, that was that was kind of a letdown to me. But yeah. Oh, I love I love Born Center, but I'm 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 different. Well, that kind of around that same time, I started really liking like uh just random Miguel features. So I, I'm pretty sure Miguel was on Born Center. And then later, uh he'd be on Good AM, I guess, with Mac on the weekend, and that's another great song. Oh, bro, look, look, shit, we skipping around because we need to get sorry, on fucking. Sorry, we, no, no, you good, you good, no, you good. Look, look, bro, we didn't even talk about. We didn't touch on Macadelic before that. Oh, the right. fucking songs on Macadelic. Like I'm pulling it up right now just to go through it. Fucking 2012 or whatever. Desperado, loud thoughts from a balcony was a video. Aliens fight the robots with Sir Michael Rocks. I loved, I mean, just everything. Vitamins fight the feeling with Kendrick. Lucky oh. ass bitch, Juicy J. Fucking he had he, he had Cam and Wayne on an, a mixtape. Like the question uh, in my top five. The bro, question with Lil Wayne, like that beat is just perfect for Lil Wayne. Like that shit made you think and they so just go much off each other so i mean i would have never seen that collaboration in a million years but it just works bro i'm telling like I- i'm telling you this album whatever even fucking the end or whatever with casey veggies and joey badass on america yes that video is pretty tight too and the little shit that people don't talk about, and I'm glad he finally went back and changed it or whatever, because at one point he took the dude's verse off, but he would put it back on on the remastered version when he dropped that on um, streaming platforms on some on Sunlight. Okay. Well, I don't know if I know about this, actually. Oh, no. yeah, It's on Macadelic or whatever. The, the, track 14, Sunlight. The dude at the end that starts singing, that shit was so hard to me. Dang. Which everyone knows I love R&B. So that, that shit just... Yeah, he definitely goes I mean, that route later, but Macadelic was just like. So I went to Bonnaroo uh, in 2012. Hell yeah! And that's when he was on that tour. And honestly, as a fan, it was kind of hard to watch because he was really still into the drugs from that. Yeah, album. like like he his performance was. He was barely there. I was like, damn, is this what he's gonna be like for the rest of his career? I was just gonna ask you shit. Have you you've have, did you get to see him live b- before he passed? Yeah, I saw him uh, in in Richmond for the Blue Side Park tour, and then Bonner for the Macadelic tour. Damn. And I wanted to see him. I guess. Well, I was planning on seeing him during the swimming tour for sure, but yeah. No, that good. Oh no, trust, bro. Look, we we go get to a lot of moments or whatever, and I, I I'm telling, you, I legit have not told people certain stories that I've literally saved for this episode or whatever. We're gonna get to on later, but shit, you know, it was crazy or whatever. Cause like you know, we talking Macadelic or whatever. Is that your favorite mixtape by him? Because mine's is a different one, bro. And people kind of look at me crazy when I tell them, but faces. He dropped it on Mother's Day, fucking oh. 2014. Is my favorite mixtape. Like I love, oh my god, I love Faces. That was, and I feel like I don't know. Like the media didn't even really push that one. Like it just didn't get around. And I think maybe that's why I I haven't given it enough listen myself. But that's where he was definitely getting a little more experimental. Like yeah, and they're they're 
there's one with some brass on there. I don't know, just like how does it feel? Is that how the hook goes? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's up there. That and just like that one definitely stood out to me. My man had Mike Jones on the track, bro. Like, come on. Mike Jones? Yes, Mike Jones. Fucking Rick Ross on Insomniac. Vince Staples. Oh, yeah. Okay. I remember the Rick Ross joint. Yeah. Earl Sweatshirt. Matter of fact, this, this, is, the, this is what got me on Thundercat. So, oh, this is the time <clears throat> he was going around. What year was this, do you think? Uh, 2014. 13-14. Yeah, that was when he was the in-the-pocket I think he was probably getting into the delusional Thomas stuff a little bit. Oh, yo, we definitely gonna talk about that fucking album. Yes. Me and my homie say to this day or whatever, we are upset because we're never gonna get delusional Thomas part two. Because he might have been he might have been on some ill shit, but damn he was spitting his ass off, bro. Yeah. I, well he created this character, but really it was just him being the decent dude that he was. I mean, he would be <clears throat> homies cribs all the time, just freestyling, creating, and he would just ha- have these amazing brainstorming sessions that would bring artists together, like Tyler Creator, Earl Sweatshirt. Like, oh, my God. Fucking Tyler's feature on um the bonus track of watching movies. Yes. <laughs> I wanted more yeah. of that. That was so hard. Seriously. Like, him and Tyler, him and Earl made good music, man. Yeah. Him and Absol and Schoolboy, bro. Like, my God. Oh, let me tell you, okay. I wanted so many more features from with TD and like, and they're all homies. Like I love that schoolboy Q friendship. Seriously, that's one of my favorite <laughs> friendships in hip hop. Like. That's one of my favorite random ass videos or whatever. And they were like, "Yo, Max officially part of Black Hippie," <laughs> Mac, yeah. and they called it Black Hippie. I was like, "Yes, <laughs> it's perfect." <laughs> Yo, I just, just it's, it's so much shit, and like I'm, see, I'm glad you brought up Delusional Thomas too, because it makes me think about a slept on album that people don't even know about and or probably never even heard, because he didn't even release it under Mac Miller or any other name. Like he, like same thing with Delusional Thomas, Larry Lovestein and the Velvet Connection. Is it Velvet Connection or Velvet Revolver or something like that? The fucking jazz album he released. Is it called You? No. Yes, yes, yes. It's you. Okay. It's five tracks. Right. I remember like one that. of them was just an instrumental or whatever, but he's like just singing and doing. I mean, he dropped a fucking jet. Like, I'm telling you, I have played that shit for people or whatever, and they just don't get it. You have to be a Mac fan to get that shit or whatever, because everyone else is kind of like, what am I listening to this white boy do jazz for? And I'm like, you don't understand. It's incredible. It's the foundation for things to come. Like, it's just so awesome the freedom that he had, and I, don't, I honestly don't know what sparked it all. Like, because the transition between even just like twenty ten to twenty twelve, like I don't know. I said he started Maybe getting around Tyler and them, and then like, because honestly, he got me on a lot of other people. Like, I didn't know who the fuck the internet was until Mag got me on them. Same. Oh yeah, and the internet. When I'm telling you, like, Matt got me on them. So when I went back and listened to Ego Death, like, because I wasn't on Ego oh, Death when it first dropped. That is mine. I love that album. Bruh, look, what was the album they dropped before that? Where Matt had? Because I'm, I'm gonna talk about it on the fucking like the album coming up with Circles. There was a song up there that he dropped um, on the uh, internet album. It was called um, Wonders of the Mind or whatever. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? I, I, I don't. I'm sorry, but. I'm sure it was amazing. 
I'm looking it up right now. I'm telling you, you got to listen to this shit after we finish or whatever. It's off yeah. of, um internet album or whatever. And like Max up there and shit. And he went like, he, he just, he's singing his ass off or whatever. And I was like, holy, like it's, it's crazy. Okay. Okay. I see the album cover now. I'm yeah, feel feel good in 2013 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Wonders of the Mind featuring Mac Miller. Go back and listen to that track as soon as we finish, bro. Like, I'll peep it. That's, that's what got me on the internet, honestly. Because I didn't know that was a thing. I was like, holy shit! Like this, you know. They're super. I was like, I was like, who is who is Sid? Because another like low key, which I can't even say slept on Mac album, or whatever. Because it wasn't even really a full album. It was a bunch of live versions, live from space, bro. Oh, yeah. Some of my favorite, some of my favorite songs are on there. Like mm. Exile. Exile is in my top Exile five. Exile gave me, bro. Ex- Exile gave me some Asher Roth ass like vibes, but that shit was so cool. I was just like, <laughs> he was just up there just flowing. I was like, yo, this man's crazy. And then, what was it? Earth with Future was up there. Like, oh, yeah. I love like I was like yo y'all gotta really listen to this shit. He went off, <laughs> like, and then when my end of the album, fucking Thundercat and Sid, and I was like, holy fuck, he's the. <laughs> I'm trying to. Oh my, I'm trying. There's one line in Exile, or no, Black Bush. Yeah, I fuck with that one too. It is just that is some dark, but I love when he goes to that place because he knows it so well, like. Uh, all right, I'm not gonna repeat it on here because it's pretty crappy, but <laughs> hey, no, nah, bro. I mean, shit, sometimes you gotta say it or whatever, but hey, if you got to, it's whatever. No, but yeah, that's definitely a good one. I need it. And what was awesome about that album release was that that was kind of the first time we saw the behind the scenes, like in studio work where he viewed the band, and I'm pretty sure he was on tour with that whole album too. Right, right. What's crazy, and I don't know if it, well, I, well, it's just gonna be a lot of stuff I never forget, of course. But like, I remember just playing faces all the time for my homie, where he, I, you know, I'd pick him up every weekend and shit. We just rock out and riding around the city, and I was still back in the borough, right? Yeah. And like, he was like, "Wait a second, are we listening to Matt Miller?" And I was like, "Yeah," because my man's really don't listen to Matt like that. And he was like, "Bruh, so I don't really know who you, he, he started talking. He's like, I don't know who your man is like that." He said, but he's like his live version of Objects in the Mirror is oh, dope. Yeah. Oh, so full. So much soul. And, right? I, and I, I told him, I was like, bro, that whole album is flames or whatever. But my man's kind of be on some like, well, I like that particular track. I don't really know about everything else. And I'm like, you know what? You, you, got, you Sometimes you got spoon food, feed people, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't remember another time a rapper really put out a live album either. I mean, it wasn't all live, but I don't know. I was impressed by that. It, it, now that you mention that, that is kind of more some rock shit. Yeah, like I feel like somebody like Jay Z or somebody's probably put out some. Damn, I shouldn't be talking about shit. I don't know. Don't know about for sure, but Nah, look, bro, you good? Trust me, man. It's just I. Oh, let's I, like not not not. I think about it. I never really. Yeah. I like. I didn't really. I'm glad I caught live from space whenever I caught it because like at the time I was still rocking with all those tracks off of, you know, object, objects in the mirror, but, um, watch movies with the sound off or whatever, where it was like, okay, go back and listen to them, whatever. But when I found out he just straight up had like other tracks at the end, I was like, Oh, okay. Yes. Good shit. 
Oh, yeah. It was a perfect surprise. Oh, yeah. Like, even the lead up to this, bro, like, I've literally just been listening to Mac, like, the last couple, like, since we spoke the other day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've been trying to watch all the interviews, and I stumbled upon some amazing ones that some of them I don't even think I've seen before, which kills me. But, like, there's one... There's one of him, it's like two dudes interviewing him at Bonner. You just gotta look it up. But he's just joking, and it's like the most genuine version of Mac, like the one that you see that probably made him friends with everybody, like in the rap community, because he's just being this hilarious self and yeah. Donald Trump joke, which. <laughs> right. It's good. I'll never forget, because like, I'm a, I'm a big, like, like, I, like I, I love Charlemagne, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. he always talked about, like, you know, like, Mac was just a cool dude, and he never really... Like, he would joke on him, don't get me wrong, but you could tell it was just, like, a genuine, like, yo, that's just my homie. I'm I'm getting at him. Did they have and I'll never forget... No, no, no. They they were good. Okay. They actually, like... They, he, Charlamagne talked about how they would text all the time, whatever, and would just go through shit. And I'll never forget, because I listened to Charlamagne's podcast for years now, him and Andrew Schultz. Yeah. And he was like, yo, he's like, when I really was like, you know, I fuck with Mac or whatever his music. He's, I remember he go, he, he joked or whatever whenever watching movies dropped. He was like, yo, does Mac Miller got a ghostwriter? <laughs> he's like, because he's spitting on this shit. <laughs> but the funniest joint, and it's crazy because I think it's like, I'm going to have to ask my brother straight up or whatever. I, I can't even remember if it is or not. But I remember, you know, God bless the dead or whatever. My um, my godmom, you know, she was pretty much aunt to me. She passed away or whatever. But like her favorite artist was Prince. Okay. And Charlamagne was talking about like, yo, I knew I fucked with Mac when like we had we like their both of their favorite Prince album was Controversy. So that made me go back and listen to Prince Controversy. Oh, I love when that happens. Did you it made you appreciate it more? Yeah. Cause I was like, you know, I probably I mean, I've been trying to go on listen to Prince's catalog since it's been available. Yeah. But like I went to that one and being like, okay, I probably wouldn't have checked this out or whatever. But just that the song itself, like opening track controversy is crazy. I love when that happens. When artists put you on other artists, like facts, man. I mean, Mac, like we like we was just saying through this, Mac put me on so many other people and like even his other sounds. Like I remember it was like a random shit that was just on SoundCloud with like him, Vince Staples, Abso, and this dude named Dak. I think it was like was oh. it eight man? That yeah, I know Dash. Yeah, that shit was hard. Like I just found that shit on. You. Matter of fact, I found that shit right around the time Faces was dropping because um Diablo was on right. SoundCloud for the longest. I feel like writing wise, I don't know what Absol's Joe looks like, but him and Mac were very similar at times with just the subject matter that they were right about and. I don't know. It's very intuitive concepts. Hey, bro. I don't give a fuck when I don't give a fuck when nobody says "hundred stacks" with Mac Abso and um Schoolboy is one of my favorite songs ever. Banger. <laughs> I love that shit. It, it's just Banger. so complex. It, it, it's so simple yet complex at the same time. Yeah. Oh, man. So good. Good AM, bro. Yeah, I ain't gonna front like this was. I'm telling, like I said, like it wasn't my fave, but at the same time, I'm not. I don't say I. I can't say I hate a Mac album. Like it might not be one of my favorites or whatever, but like 
like going back and listening to certain things like I've been doing or whatever is like okay because but initially like I said love the track with um Miguel love yeah. Clubhouse love Break the Law I think Perfect Actually, Circle going into Godspeed I loved Godspeed like I wish the entire track was Godspeed but I mean you know you can't get everything this and is it's Ascension here but like one of my top fives from this album and I'm with you I don't really like this album this album was like strangely got a lot of critical acclaim. Yeah, Rush Hour. That I love. I thought Rush Hour too. That is cool. I I just like when he gets dark with it, and if the beat's proper, like that's all I ask for. I know. I'm. I feel like we're on the same wavelength because honestly, like the more and more, whatever. When I look back at stuff, like like I ain't gonna say, oh my god, he never got better than watching movies. He just experimented with more things or whatever, but like I just right. felt like, like the like 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 you said, the darkness of watching movies was like yo, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I tell people like I just like just listen to that shit in some headphones or whatever, and just be by yourself. And I'm and telling it wasn't you, like crazy. it wasn't unnecessarily like over exaggerated. Like I'm offend some people here, but like I mean Eminem. Yeah, he's like he's not being controversial just to be controversial. Like he's just literally saying things that pop into his head because whatever he's experienced, whatever influence he's under at the time, like, and that's why I think I don't know. Like his last two albums, three albums, yeah, he just went a pop direction, which I can appreciate, and maybe that was him, his recovery, part of his recovery process. I really don't know. Bro, as wild as this is about to sound or whatever, like, shit, uh, the Define Feminine. We're in 2016 now. So I ain't gonna front. When this first dropped, I was like, which, you know, we're not even gonna talk about a certain artist. I'm not gonna mention his name or whatever, but I know you know about the blasphemy that he was talking about. Oh, you know, the Define Feminine was pretty much, like, he copied from my album, and I was just like... Oh, you don't, you don't want to mention his name? I'll mention I... His name. I'm definitely because I love. I, I used to rock with Gold Link. Like he's a DMV, really. He was a DMV artist. Like I'm from. Yeah. I'm born in DC. I grew up in Virginia, but like, like crew. My God, that is one of the greatest songs to me of the past decade. Like, I love that track, and I love the Gucci remix. But like that shit hurt me. I ain't gonna say it. Hurt, it, it hurt me because I was just like. I, I I remember I even went I went and tried to listen to the album he was talking about that quote unquote was he based it off of. It doesn't make think, sense. It's just like it, Gold Link. I mean, he's a very limited artist. He only does one thing. Like, there's no way that Mac bit off of that sound in any way. And the fact that Anderson jumped in his defense immediately, I was like, yes. That that definitely made me mad. I ain't gonna run too. Hey, people gonna look at me crazy and shout out my homie Q, whatever. Cause he was trying to get he tried to get me on Anderson a little bit earlier. Matt got me on Anderson. <laughs> Dude. Matt got me on Anderson back. I ain't gonna lie. I'll say hey, he got cool me on Anderson Park. <laughs> oh, Anderson, that's my favorite artist. He is dead ass. Like, and I, I remember how he cause I I watched like a little shit or whatever and like um I don't think it was the last album, but the one before, not not Vince, was it Oxnard or Ventura, one of them, right? Uh, he had, like, the whole tribute to Mac or whatever, apparently in, like, the album credits or whatever. Right. 
He was like, yo, R.I.P. to you and Nate Dog or whatever. And I got fucking Smokey Robinson on the album. <laughs> like, oh, bro, yeah. this man is some 20, I'm telling you, he's some 2020 Smokey Robinson shit. It's crazy. Dude, he is, I consider him Rick James. Like, holy shit. Okay. I not like, Rick, not Rick James. Oh, what am I saying? Gosh. His, I mean, his sound is bar none. Like, no one else can do that shit. I mean, I'm just impressed. He's, I saw another great show I saw, but like, he's sitting behind the drums. He's rapping. He's singing. He's dancing. He's doing it all. Like, anyway. But, Divine Feminine, Bullshit. I feel like Dang was definitely the highlight. Yeah. This, this is why I say this now. I'm not going to front, bro. Because when I met you, you know, you had like, you, you, you know, you have your lovely lady and everything, right? Yeah. And you know, I be out here and everything. I'm kind of getting to a point where like, I'm getting in a situation or whatever. What we going to call it. So this was an album. I'm not telling you. I revisited more. Oh, bless you. Go, 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 go sneezing, guys. But <laughs> like. I, I've revisited now that, like, you know, I have a woman in my life, and I'm like, oh, this shit makes more sense. Dude. <laughs> I, like, like, I know Charlemagne said that one time, whatever. He was like, I wouldn't expect certain people to get 444 because you're not grown. You're not married. You know, you're not, you're not going through this shit. You never fucked up and got caught cheating. But, right. like, now that I'm kind of, like, have a woman around, it's like the defined feminine makes a lot more sense than it did whenever I was just, oh, yeah, just random to get the bar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's, like yeah. I've revisited this shit and been going through it just like, yo. This might sound whack, but, like. Nah, do it, bro. I, I was rooting for every second. That, at first, I hated on it, but. I, I wanted him and Ariana to be a thing, like. Oh, fam, you and me both. Like, like I mean, it's at first I'm like, this is a publicity stunt. This is the wackest thing. But then I mean, this because they had, they had that song, they had that song like prior or whatever. Whenever she first got on, that's how I knew who she was because they had that one track together. The way I think. Yeah, something yeah. like that. But yeah, and then dude, I mean, they went through so much, like. The freaking there's a bombing at her concert. Yeah, I think they were still like a little bit on the rails even when that happened. But I think he was like came out and supported her and like, and then she started going with Pete Davidson, which is basically uh, I don't even want to get into that. But yeah, I only I I literally only knew who he was because of Charlemagne. That's crazy too. Go figure. Like no hate on him or whatever. That just threw me off. Yeah. But Soulmate, what do you think of that one? Off the Divine Fem- Feminine. Soulmate was cool. Like, the tracks I go to on this album, whatever, like, okay, even, like, now. Because at first, it was like, Dang was always the standout. That, and then, like, also, too, like, we talked about my favorite part with Ariana. I had never really heard of Ariana track. So, like, I kept hearing people say, oh, this is our new Mariah. And I was like, you know, I'm not going to be the one that people hate me because I don't speak on things I don't listen to. Right. But she came on that damn track and slapped it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cinderella with Ty Dolla Sign. I like the second part of it. Yeah. Way better Ty- than the first. Ty Dolla Sign. 
I don't know. I, I think I like it. I like him more on features. I like his own tracks. Is what as wild as that sounds. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like at first I felt controversy controversial for saying that until other people were like, no, I'm the same way. And I'm like, oh, okay, get it. <laughs> Is we with CeeLo Green or no? Yes, yes. That is, I, I love that track. That you can be my woo. I was like, yeah, yeah. vibes on there. So yeah, I used to play that all the time. Fucking what's grown on me, whatever, like since I've went back and re-listened to this. Was skin and um, planet goddamn? Okay. With skin. the Afri- with the African chick singing on planet goddamn, oh, like yeah, she was. Yeah. Cra- I don't know who she is. I don't even know how to pronounce her name, but she was crazy on that track. Yeah, she was perfect for that. Skin, I think that one had like some horns on it, didn't it? Bro, it, like somebody said, it gave you like like cop drama murder mystery. It was crazy, like that. If you, I'm telling, you, if you guys do not know what I'm talking about, go up and listen to Skin off the Define Feminine, and you're gonna know. Like it just comes in with do 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 do. Like whoa, what is happening here? Yeah, that's it. Damn, I'm looking at the lyrics now. It's some crazy shit. Yeah, bro. I'm a little right. I'm telling, like, like, I, 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 like when that first dropped, I was like, oh, okay, cool. But as well as it sounds too, I was like, you know what? This album, cool, but I already like it better than Good AM when it first dropped. Like, I was like, you know, this just happened, but I'm already liking this better. Yeah, damn. We're talking about this so much, I feel like I need to reassess some things, honestly. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, bro, like, I, I just went back and listened to things, man. It's like, you know, because, yes. you know, we're almost to circles, guys. I promise we're getting to that album, but... We got a lot to talk about as far as swimming because, like, I feel like I can say for both me and Sam, like, we were fucking with it before it became, quote-unquote, the popular thing to do. Because when, I mean, fuck it, I'll say it. When niggas die or whatever, it's like, oh, you know what I'm saying? That turns into people's favorite artists or whatever. Like, people could tell you, nah. And I'm pretty sure they could say the same shit with you. Like, nah, we been fucking with Mac. We couldn't have this discussion if we didn't been fucking with Mac. Me and you had this discussion when we first met. We been fucking with Mac. Like, you know, like I felt like when Pee Wee died, it became the popular shit. And I was just like, that's that's corny to me, man. Well, I, so I had the podcast back in the day. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to make you start that shit back up, too. I need to, also. But I had get you guys on Crap Planet. Word up. Shout out. Appreciate it. But I had the whole episode planned, like, because I knew uh, swimming was coming out the same day as Travis Scott's joint. And I was like, Chew My Favorite Artist. Oh, that did happen. Yeah. Like, Chew My Favorite Artist, let's go. Because I remember you were big on that. You were big on, um, maybe not, I think Astro World too, but you were big on Travis. I remember us talking about Travis and you were like, ew. Like, <laughs> and like, so I did the episode, and it, it was literally the morning after it came out like this with right. surfers. But I was like, honestly, swimming made me feel more. And on Astro World, I was skipping around like, all right, this beat's cool. But I mean, looking back, I know Astro World is a classic. But I ain't gonna front, bro. You gonna look at me crazy? Astro World's cool, but I still like Birds and Traps, See Me at Night, and Rodeo better. 
Yes. Exactly. <laughs> no, I say I do I not care. God, like, no, no. Ro- rodeo time. is my shit. Do not get me wrong. But I tell people, bro, I had like I always make the joke, like, yo, I had white people bumping on this shit. I had birds the whitest of whites like, going yeah. through birds and traps in me night, boy. You fucking hear me? Yo. God, that album. The Andre verse. I'm just like, oh, it was just flawless. Ugh. The beats go. But anyway. Swimming. I don't know. You want to break it down? Shit, bro. Let's like I'm okay. I like with this album, right? The the thing that kills me, whatever. And I'll go ahead and say it because like we only got one video for this album for this uh this album, correct? Right. The thought of the last thing I saw Mac in was like him in a, in a casket, but rising haunts me to this day. I got through a little period of time I couldn't watch the video anymore. Like, it, it just made me sad. It was... It is disturbing, honestly. And, like, when I did that podcast, I, like, watched all these, like, ep- episodes of interviews he was doing leading up to it. Like, there was a Beats 1 interview he was doing with Saying Low. He was talking about how he was, like, in a clear space mentally, like... Yeah. And it was just, like... It seemed like everything was going right for once. And I was so happy. And it it just came out of nowhere. Right. It, it really hit. And it's like, I feel like you're about like me where it was like, it's because we're the same age, right? I'm about to be 28. S- same, same. I'm okay. t- two months. Same. When is your birthday? March 14th. Okay. Mine's February 16th, so. Oh, okay. But... <clears throat> So, shit, I, it's it's like, okay, and I was, I, I literally had this conversation with my mom about circles, which I'll tell that second part later, but I, I, like, I'll say the initial part whenever Mac passed, right? Yeah. I remember my mom calling me, because I found out on a Friday. Matter of fact, like, oh, girl, I'm rocking with now. She found out before me, because I hadn't been on Twitter. It literally happened, like, or the news broke right when I got off. Right. And she was like, I think that one rapper you really like die and i was like what she's like uh mac man i was like wait 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 like don't play like that she's like no i'm for real so i like immediately hung up and got on twitter and was like what the f-? and then by the time I, by that point i started getting text in between all the texts my mom calls me and she was like i saw like a rapper the same age as you like died today and i was like <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I was like, my mom hit me about, like, my mom does not know hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, this shit, like, she legit called and was just like, you know, you okay? It's like, like, some just, it's a lot of stuff. Like, I was like, that's crazy, dude. Well, all right, two things. Like, one, I think because he's so close to us in age is what made it so terrifying. But, like, me as an artist, too, like, this is terrible. Like, I, I always, compared myself to him like like oh, I don't know I get that I always, well no 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 not like I'm anywhere close but like I wanted to be at that level at some point and he was just going above and beyond like every year like he was killing it so it was like where am I in my life so I I just got way too much in my head and but the fact that so many people were texting you like the same thing for me like everybody knew I was a fan yeah I say this like this was our generation's John Lennon. Okay. 
Like, that was the impact. I swear to you. Oh, no. I'm going to say something whenever we start circles or whatever. <clears throat> like, I text my older cousins and was like, like, before we even listened to the circles yesterday, I was like, is this what y'all felt like after Pac and Big in, like, 97, 98? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Was it 96, 97 or 97, 98? One of them? Like, I remember, like, legit talking to my cousin and being like, is this how that felt? Being like, yo, this is going to literally be, like, the last project. Well, I wonder, I mean, I don't know. People were hurt when Nipsey died. Yeah. I think a lot of people, strangely, were more hurt, hurt, but I was just never as connected with him as an artist. But I'm trying to think, I mean, Tupac Biggie, that's, like, the big ones. Yeah. And I feel like the equivalent of that would only probably be today, like, If Drake was to get shot tomorrow. Yeah, if Kanye and Drake died within like two years. I was trying to upset it, whatever, when me and my homie did the um review of Games album. Cause he pretty much had like the Nip tribute song up there, like little part of the album where he had a couple of songs about Nip and even the track with Nip. The most recent game album? Yes. Yeah, I love that album. Oh yeah, that was hard, bro. I I go front. Trust. The the candles one? I love yeah. that hook. Uh, $500 candles, yeah. Yeah. But, like, no, nah, I, I remember telling I remember sent, telling my homie or whatever on that episode, I was like, bro, you know, I'm not going to sit here and, like, you know, fake it or whatever. Like, I didn't listen to Nip like that. So, but I was sad because, like, that was a tragic situation or whatever. But I tell people, like, I was connected to Mac. Like, I listened to Mac. Like, I got people on Mac. Oh, like, definitely. that shit hit, like, I mean, I had a homie who was like, yo, Nip, Nip hit him. And I was like, yo, that's crazy. But like, I, ain't, I didn't really listen to Nip. So I'm not going to be one of the people now like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I didn't listen to Nip. So, I'm, you know, it didn't, it didn't hit me like when Mac, I got that news. And I was like, holy shit. Dude, let me tell you. Honestly, I was, I was a little bit in a state of depression from it. Because I was in North Carolina temporarily living with my girlfriend. Like, she was a right. traveling nurse at the time. I didn't have a job. Like, I was trying to get hired anywhere I could. I was applying constantly and constantly. I got hired literally the next week after, but still, like, those few days after he died, I was just in a dark place. I was just watching old videos. Like, ah, yeah, it hit. It was tough. And I feel feel like, I don't know, people in my friend circle in particular, like, I mean, they'd shoot the text, but then that was it. Like, this thing lingered with me. Like, I still think about it. Yeah, I like I got two homies in matter of fact, I got it's two homies in particular, whatever. Shout out Crowder, shout out Keto, like and I, I remember even like shout, man, my, my man Thomas or whatever, we went to school together or whatever, it was in the same program. Like people I got on the turtle video were like, <laughs> yo, like I I'll never forget you putting me onto this shit. Like this is crazy. So like swimming, man. Like, like okay. Originally, of course, you know, self care was really like the standout. But tracks I went back and I, I, I really love. Fucking like I love when like just three tracks or like you know, the whole album is good, of course. But like just tracks you can't skip or whatever. Yeah. The little three part between shit. Let technically now four parts or whatever, but. Between what's the use and the perfecto and the self care, and then wings too. 
like, whoa. <laughs> like, like, Perfecto really, like, going back and listening now, whatever, and it's like, it's crazy, man. Like, what's the use gave me some kind of, you know, That was 80s. like dang part two, kind of. I don't know. Yo, that shit was, I was like, it's, it's crazy, man. Like, and to know it was another, like, he was talking directly about Ariana, like, 2009 that was yeah yeah bro that was one it, it, i kind of had to go back to like yo that piano are you kidding me like that just gets you immediately in the fields like the second it starts and it kind of has an old school mac vibe to it too just his delivery like i don't know even thinking about it whatever like when i found out 2009 was like yo going back to a simpler time and it's like we said all three of us are the same. We're, you know, we're the same age. So it's yeah. like, that's right before you finished school. Like, life was so much easier. Oh, yeah. He was a senior in high school, like, about to graduate. Probably still slinging mixtapes in the hallways. Like, I love thinking about that. Like, honestly, I want to travel to Pittsburgh to see Blue Slide Park. I want to go to the <laughs> freaking sandwich shop that's in uh, Freak Park Market, I think. That yeah. video, like, just to see what he saw. I'm ready to say this or whatever, because literally this happened yesterday, which I don't know what, like, you know, the weather was like where you at and everything, bro. But it was brick as fuck here yesterday. Right. Yeah. So out, out of nowhere, I seen. Oh, bro, fast, because it was like fucking 60 something the day before or the <laughs> days before. Like, it's crazy. But so I, I was listening to um, Swimming. And I was going through, and like self care just finished, and I forgot Wings was next. You know, it had been a while since I went through the full album, right? So, bro, I'm telling, and I'm gonna tell you guys listening to whatever is crazy. So, I'm I'm literally just at work or whatever. I'm on a mower, I'm riding or whatever. It's beautiful blue sky in North Carolina, you know. And I look up, and right where he got to the hook, you know, these are my wings. A fucking plane flies by. And I'm like, whoa, like this shit, like shit's just too like, wait a fucking second, dude. Like, almost, it almost made me shed a little tear. I'm not going front. I was like, this is crazy, dude. I mean, yeah. It's emotional like that sometimes with these lyrics. Like, that's right. Matter of fact, like right after that, I text you because I was like, oh no, we doing this shit. This like, like, like that's right. Like right after yeah. I texted you and was like, I got the confirmation. Like, yo, no, we doing this right? He was like, yeah. I was like, oh, I can't wait to get this shit off. Right. Like this is the thing I commend about him too. Like his writing. I feel like I I have never heard a song lyrics wise that has sounded anything like anything he's put out previously. Like. Not to compare white rappers or anything, but <laughs> I used to be a massive Logic fan back in the day. Bro, but shit, you and me, but look, bro, I, I, t- I told people or whatever, I was like, I don't know when Logic became that dude to hate, quote unquote, but like, I love um, Under Pressure. And Under fucking, pressure like, the fast, first, yeah. was it the first two Frank Sinatra or whatever? Not Frank Sinatra, but um, yeah. Young uh, Sinatra's? Young Sinatra, yeah. I love the first two. Yeah. But then. He starts repeating his lyrics, his punchlines, like his hooks. I'm just like, what the hell is this? And I don't know. It, it just seemed, I mean, I already hated on Eminem earlier, but like 
there's just a gimmickness that has never existed with Mac. Mac has always been genuine. Like nothing's ever the same with him, and that's I think why he's one of my favorite artists. I, I get what you're saying, like. You've probably got the same vibe I got or whatever. He was never trying to really do the quote-unquote trend he did what Mac did. Right. Like and, I, and like you said, I feel like that's why the people that fucked with him fuck with him. Like, you know TDE don't really fuck with nobody. <laughs> but yeah. Mac was getting features from them like it was nothing. It was like, yo, they, like, every, like somebody said the best. Nobody had nothing bad to say about Mac. Nobody. That's awesome. I mean, it makes me reassess. It makes me want to reassess my life. Like, I hope I'm. Uh, I'll be remembered like this someday. Like, good God, bro. No, like you. Like, I, I love what you said earlier. Like, whenever you were like, "Yo, you know, we're all the same age," and then like, I look at it too. Like, you know, I'm a big basketball fan. Well, sports overall too, but just basketball mainly. Like, right. like Kyrie and me are the same age. We're literally like a couple of days apart, birthday wise too. And I'm just like, dude, you won a fucking championship. Like, dude's a father. He's all, like, and I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Okay. <laughs> that man's a superhuman. Like, <laughs> like, like I look at it like a different planet. Like, I don't know. Like, it, it's crazy. Like, looking at like people our age or whatever, just being like, yeah, like it, it's really crazy. Look, like. Like we've been listening to Mac since he was literally like we shit, he we were all like 19, 18, 19. Yeah. It's just I, it's so sad to think about. Like, God. Yeah, I remember unpacking my boxes, like setting up my dorm room freshman year at VCU. And hey. I, I just had a mixtape going, kids and People were just walking through, like someone would stop by and like that would be a conversation starter. Like, oh, you listen to Mac. It's like, yes. And it was just a literally a, a way to open doors and meet new people just to have that connection. It was awesome. What what I'm gonna realize or whatever or realize. What I'm gonna just say or whatever before we finally get on the swimming so there are no people, oh my god, swimming's review. But like, hey, we're, we're getting there. I told you this is just it's it's crazy thing or whatever, and then you know, we're gonna put this out on Matt's birthday, man. Like a celebration of life, pretty much, you know? Definitely. Like, at, like you know how people are like, oh, well, you know, some people are like, which, you know, the word plant is really out there a lot now, you know? Right. But, like, when you have the artist like him where it's like, and I've heard other people say it too, when it comes down to it or whatever, people fuck with you because they fuck with you because you're just real. Right. That's what really gives you that quote unquote cult like fan base. Like like you literally just said it best or whatever. People would walk by, oh shit, you fuck with Mac because people that fucked with Mac got Mac. Right. We all got it. And we was gonna be here for we not gonna be we was. We're gonna be here for him forever. Like when I saw the press release for circles. Oh, I dude, that was just the greatest unexpected surprise. Like I, I had no idea that was happening. And I, and I wonder that because you know he always made like he always had like just tracks just 
unreleased. You know, he said all the time, like, I like so many fucking tracks. I'm like, please release all of these. But I know some people were like, well, we don't want it to be like some Tupac shit where it's like, there's just so many other stuff that he didn't, you know, he might not have won out because you know how Mac was. But like the family were like, you know. I think this one, though, it wasn't so much just random tracks like i mean they're saying this was planned this is a two-part yes. event like and i was gonna ask you do you, do you know well when, when you know when we get on the album or whatever do you know that producer because i'm gonna have to look him up or whatever okay whoa this is why i got so excited um because i saw this article from the la times like a few days after the family posted that thing to instagram yeah but it's like john bryan is taking over to kind of produce it and bring everything together but john bryan produced late registration oh okay now i have heard that before and he like made the soundtrack for eternal sunshine of the spotless mind which is like one of mac's favorite movies and i just thought that was incredibly fitting like and honestly there's so much sense in this album more, I think, than any other album he's put out. And I think I'm still processing that. I don't know how I feel about it. So, so like, I'm we, we finally about to get in the circle, guys. And they're like, oh, my God, finally, whatever. You know, apologize. Just oh, had to get this off or whatever. Oh, no, 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 not you. No, trust, trust bro, not you. I told you, like, this, because we always go to the artist first. This just took a lot longer because it's, like, it's so much. And it's crazy. This is the first and you know, possibly last album reviewing by Mac, besides maybe just doing whenever I go on some, like, oh, throwback, this came out whatever day, whatever, for Mac, you know, yeah. album reviews and stuff. So I talked to my mom yesterday. Okay. And I told her, I was like, yo, you remember the one rapper that, you know, we were the same age, and you called me whenever he passed. She was like, yeah. I told her about, like, his mom put out, I, I, it felt like his mom, like, yeah. put out, like, that press release. Right. And my boy, shout out, shout out to homie Don, you know, Don and everything. Like, he was like, yo, I'm glad, like, it's his family and not, like, just some label shit. You know what I'm saying? Because these posthumous albums can be trash. Right. Yeah. And, facts. And, and handled <laughs> like that, too. Like, yeah. They just, they just get a bunch of random features up there and shit where it's like, okay, you know. But, like, I, I, I called my mom and I, I talked to her about it. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, she said it again, like, you know, I could never imagine, like, burying you. Like, I can only imagine the stress that is, you know, just everything, emotions his mom went and is going through. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's like crazy. Like family, too. Even though, like, he was touring around or living in L.A., going back and forth between there and New York. But, like... I mean, shit, going back to, um, what was it, the end of The Divine Feminine, was that his grandma? That talk, that spoke on the end of the album. I think so. Yeah, she talked about his like I think it was his grandma or his mom, but talked about meeting like his uh, either grandpa or dad. It was one of them. Hmm. Uh, like you know, on the last track or whatever with Kendrick or whatever. Okay. That was like towards that was at the end of the album. When it was like you know, like we found love and everything. But like I, I spoke to my mom and you know we talked about that and you know she was telling me everything and like you know but and then. We talked about, and it's, you know, crazy, too, because that day had just passed and his birthday's coming up, too. We talked about how my mom, and then, of course, I told her, too, but I was a lot younger. 
how my grandma was burying my uncle. And it just, it like, literally, this is the vibes I'm going to probably listen to this album. So I'm already like, oh, my God. Like, I remember, like, people telling me, like, yo, I'm listening to the Mac album. I probably just do, like, you move, pour up a cup and just fucking, they're like, I might cry. And I'm going to tell you guys, I didn't cry through this album. I didn't do it. But damn, certain things just made me sad. Because <laughs> I, I, I felt like he was talking to us this entire album. It fucking felt crazy to me. Like, God, I mean, he talks to us on every album, but this one just felt like, I mean, shit, you see the little video they posted yesterday? Yes. Yeah, so I was looking at him in the garden. Yeah. It's, oh. It probably pops up on Spotify too, but on YouTube, every oh. song has an animation. And they're all. I actually that up. Yeah. Watching that kind of got me a little emotional. The last one, once a day, is literally just like YouTube comments from people just like saying, I think it was probably in response to the release of Good News because that was a single they put out a week ago and they probably yeah. just copied and pasted these comments, but it's just like, yo, it's got me in my feels, RIP, like all this stuff. It's just like, fan base is still there. I mean, I haven't seen a negative word, thankfully. Yeah. But I think if swimming had come out and, and circles had come out earlier, yeah, I definitely would have cried. Dude. I don't know. I feel like this was a good time. And like we even said, like, like two days before his birthday. Right. So, shit, bro, you want to go ahead and get in the circles? What we have? Let's do it. So, track one, circles. You know, and I feel like, which, you know, swimming was more of a rapping Mac. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. I feel like a lot of this album was what I call, like, you know, which, you know, R&B and hip-hop is blurred sometimes or whatever, but I say it, I'm going to say it a lot or whatever, the rap singing Mac, you know? Yep, yep. So he starts it off and everything, you know, he's like rap singing on his first track or whatever, and like like just you know, like title track circles. Okay, I got into this shit like literally like which I've always kind of been a fan or whatever, but I really, really kind of got into like just the depths of it like lately or whatever, or like a year ago with Harry Potter. And he kind of even spoke to it or whatever on like one bar, but he was like, you know. It made me think of like a little puzzle they had where they was like, you know, a circle has no beginning. Mm. <laughs> like, and I'm like, this motherfucker, man. I like just off track one. I was like, God knows, this is gonna be an experience, man. That's my favorite. It's the favorite on the album for me. It just mm. sets, it sets the tone perfectly, and it's like a great transition between the last song on Swimming and into this album. Okay, I'm going to have to go back and listen to that now. Yeah. Because the last song on that album just ends with, like, this buildup of all these synths. So that's really what makes me convinced, like, this this album, Circles, really was planned to pan right into it. Like, uh, Blue World is kind of a banger, a little bit. I don't know. What do you feel about that one? Blue World, so what I wrote for that one, it started off or whatever, and I don't know the actual people at the beginning. Let me go look and see if there's any, like, 
thing on that, but I, I wrote down, it, it gave me kind of like at the beginning, whatever, like some Beach Boys type vibe, like it's singing at the beginning. Yeah. It's like a 1950s, like. Yeah, it gave, me, it gave me some like, yeah, some old school type of vibe or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, you know, I was like, he gave us his consistent Mac flow, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it was I, that like, was the most familiar Mac song on this album. Which I'm glad we brought up the producer or whatever, because a lot a lot of these beats, man, and I'm gonna, you know, like just a lot of these, I was like, oh my gracious. You got anything for uh complicated? Before uh, do you still get it on Blue World or whatever, but you got anything for complicated? Uh I need to reverse that one. I like on complicated, I had like I was like, yo, it kind of gave me like 80s pop. Kind of, oh, yes, okay, you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. And he's like, you know, like, I, like, of course, you know, like I keep saying, he's talking to us or whatever, man. And like, it, like, why, you know, things are complicated or whatever, but you got to make it through a day at a time. Like, that's that's life. It's like, you know what I'm saying, right? I, yeah, the, the beats. I'm gonna be honest. As a producer, I just wanted some of them to hit a little more. I don't know. No, I, I I get you. I get and I you. Think like, that's why I'm still kind of trying to evaluate my overall review here. But I feel like this is it's, it's still fresh to us too. Yeah. Like I tell you, like a lot of stuff I have to go back and like re-listen and re-listen and re-listen because I tell people or whatever, if I could go back and redo Igor, like my initial thoughts was like, okay, nah, this is really fucking dope. But like just re-listening and re-listening and re-listening and re-listening, I'm like, this is probably my favorite album of the year. Of last year or whatever. That's a statement. Dang. I, I mean, I, I love Tyler. That's why I was like, when everyone was like, oh my God, we didn't know we could do this. And I was like, you haven't been fucking listening because he's been giving us this for the last couple of albums. Dude, Earthquake, <laughs> I feel like Earthquake, for me, is in the top five songs of last year. But anyway. So I'm going to tell you something or whatever, and rather if you choose to believe me or not or whatever, and the listeners too. Is for real because uh, good news. You know that was a single. Yeah, and he dropped the video too. Mm-hmm. I just watched and listened to the video for the first time, and just heard the song for the first time yesterday. I said I wanted to save it till the album dropped. I wanted to listen to it on the album. I didn't want to hear it like initially. Right. So yesterday was my first time of good news. What do you think it was worth the wait? Um, as far as the entire album or whatever, I'm not gonna be mad about it. You know what I'm saying? Which I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad about it at all. Okay. But like, it's a cool track. Like, it's not gonna be one of my like, you know, it might grow on me, you know. But like, it's not one of my faves. Right. Um, I feel like it was released as a single because it's emotional. It's like a little bit. It's a little bit upbeat, but he is talking about like struggles with drugs and stuff. But I don't know. It it feels like maybe it was a good preview of what was to come with this album, and it kind of had some swimming vibes. Oh, laundry stuff. My bad. (laughs) You're good. (laughs) I I ain't gonna lie. Like, like I always say, it's a lot of irony up here, whatever. Just because you know he's talking about like 
you know, which I, I wrote down on another track or whatever, like, you know, what's next for me? And you think about it like, shit, he's not around to do it. It's crazy. So, like, even just the the, the title, Good News, made me, like... Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> it made me think, like, yo, what the fuck is going to be good news? Like, he's not here with us no more. Like, <laughs> damn it. <sighs> like, ugh. It just really... Like, a lot of these songs where I'm, like, I'm just listening or whatever, I'm, like... God, like this is really it. It's crazy, man. I I firmly believe this is probably gonna be the last time we hear from him. For at least many years. I mean, unless something else comes out that's thrown together, but no, I think this will probably be the last complete album we get for sure. I feel like will they go and tap into his computer? And like go through the other tracks, possibly, but who knows, you know? Well, it's weird because I don't know, the Free Nationals had that feature. Like, oh, I love that shit too. The time track. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was cool as fuck. So I wonder if features will be a thing that keep happening, but I don't know. I think that's a little strange. And the only reason I was okay with that is because he sat with Anderson. So I was like, all right, that makes sense. But. I don't know. I, I definitely skipped around a little bit with this album. Like, I would say my next one that stuck out was Everybody. Bro, if you say it, I'm going to lose it or whatever because we're getting to my favorite track. What? I Can See. Oh. Bruh. That's your favorite one? That's my favorite one, man. Like, I thought that beat was crazy. I love the hook, and then like I like it, it, like I brought I'm, I I brought it up earlier, and like I said, I really want people to go back and listen to the track "Wonders of the Mind" from the Internet album, or whatever. Because this track, I'm telling you, if you go listen to "Can I See" and then go listen to "Wonders of the Mind," it almost kind of sounds the same, but in a good way. Well, people are saying that maybe Ariana's vocals are in the background. Really? Yeah. Okay, I didn't catch that one. Yeah, that would be crazy. But yeah, bro, my, my favorite track, I was just like, oh my god. I would say Everybody is like his Beatles tribute song. So like, okay, this is gonna be my question or whatever, because I wrote this down and I was like, okay, it started off with a piano and I was like, this is definitely him on the piano, correct? I'm assuming. Because, you know, he plays... Well, I, I know you know he plays piano. Oh, yeah. Because I, I know the listeners, you know, if they didn't know, whatever. Yeah, Matt plays instruments. <laughs> like, he's, he's dead-ass an artist, like, self-taught and all that shit. Right, right. So I was going to ask, like, you play piano, correct? A little bit. I mean... I mean, I know you play... The, I know you have the keyboard. I know you yeah. have that. I play by ear, and I mean, when I'm producing, I just make things on the fly. I'm not, like, Trained, unfortunately, but yeah, I know. Nah, bro, now look, fuck this shit or whatever. You know what I'm saying? We we hyping ourselves up or whatever, bro. We go, we next. I'm telling you. All right, might not be, it might not be now, but coming up, we next. We getting up there. I'm putting it out there in the atmosphere. 
2020, baby. Nah, but everybody, like, do you get what I'm saying, though, when I say, like, Beatles vibes? Like, so he was a huge Beatles fan. It just has that, like, 60s, like, it's it's definitely a rock song to me, which I love. And he kind of has a little raspier voice, and it is all completely sing-songy on this one, but... Was wild, I, like, I it, like, this one gave you a rock song? I wrote that down for That's On Me. Oh, yeah, that one, too. That one. Which, on that track or whatever... And shout out to whatever, shout out to homie Crowder. Like he got me on Tame Impala. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like that song gave me like it kind of made me upset to the point. I'm like, damn, we're never gonna we're never gonna get a Mike uh, we're never gonna get a Kevin Parker, Tame Impala, Mac Miller collab, because God that'd be crazy after you listen to this track. Yeah, I love Tame Impala. That, 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 that's what this gave me in a way. I was like, it, it kind of sounded like Mac on some Tame Impala shit. I was like, yo, like, that's crazy. Um, Woods, what do you think about that? Oh, dude, I'm glad you brought it up. I was literally about to get to Woods. Um, okay, I was like, classic Mac. Yes. He was flo- he was flowing his ass off, that's and I literally wrote down, here. "What's up?" That's the raw song on here, I think, Bruh. It was body my favorite track, not gonna lie, but like I can see got it over it just a little bit to me. But like I'm telling you, it was body my favorite track or whatever. I literally wrote down it gave me like it's it's funny because I said like Drake can do this too, whatever, where it's almost like Drake featuring Drake. I was like, it was like Mac featuring Larry Lovestein. Oh the, you know, the R and B alter ego. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like he was just like I don't, when I say raw, like he was just opening up. I feel like he was like almost asking for like acceptance for his wrongs and like a little bit struggling with trust issues in there. Like, I don't know. I definitely enjoyed it. Um, hand me downs. Do you know this um, featured artist, the one feature on this album? No. Is it a dude named. Okay, it's not it's not Burrow, like you know, Goldsboro, but like it's Barrow, I think. Australian singer. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't know black people had Australians. I ain't gonna front. <laughs> no, that, that ass. Like, it's like I mean, like people are like, oh Ben Simmons, Kyrie, and I'm like, uh nah, they're military brats, bro. Well, <laughs> well, well well, I think Ben's dad was like an athlete, was over there and met his mom or some shit. And then, like, Kyrie's dad was playing ball, like, overseas. So, I mean, that made a little bit more sense. But, like, yeah, that, I didn't know black people had Australians like that. I heard it, and I was like, who the hell is it? Because I did not – I mean, it's not listed. Yeah, it's not. I had to go look I, that up. I was like, where did this come from? But I definitely liked it. Like, I felt like it was fitting. Right. But, yeah. What else we got? Um, shit, the last three, really. Yeah. You got anything for hands? Hands is so experimental. I feel like maybe it's like the only song that doesn't really fit that well, though. I don't know. It was a couple little, like, bars up here that really hit with me or whatever. Like, the main one I took out was, you know... Why don't you wake up from your bad dreams? Mm. 
Like he repeated that a couple of times through this song. And I was just like, whoa, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Surf was. I wrote down now surf wasn't what I was expecting clearly off the track surf. I'm not gonna say everything called surf has gives us island vibes or like ocean vibes or whatever, but it just wasn't what I was expecting or whatever. But on this one, I was like, of course, you know, Max on his like his Mac vibe, of course. And like I wrote down with this, like the production, man, like this production, this entire album has been crazy. It's it's definitely like atmospheric, like it takes you to a different place for sure, which we've never really felt with other Mac albums, like so the dude's known as a producer, but also, like I said, a movie composer. So I feel like that definitely comes out in this song for sure. As sad as it's going to sound, I don't have much to say about the last track besides like just going into it initially. I was like, damn, this might be the last Mac outro we ever hear, possibly. Right. So off rip, I was just a little bit sad. There was like and, clips of it, him playing it, just like the hook or studio a long time ago. And I think that's why I kind of got a little bit excited about it because I, I heard it. I didn't recognize the name of the song, but when I heard it, I like put two and two together. I was like, okay, this is where I heard that from. And it was nice to hear the full like studio version. So I don't know. I thought that was pretty tight. So I, I'm telling you right after this or whatever, when you go back and listen to this track, this is what I wrote down for it or whatever initially. And even going back and re-listening, I was like, okay, yeah, it still gives me these vibes. Once a day kind of made me think of his live, not not the normal version, but the live version of Objects in the Mirror. Hmm. In a way. I, it, it, it took me there. Right. I, I like, But what's wild though, and like, I'm not starting to say, oh, God, you know, albums, not albums, but just songs should end a certain way. I just felt like he was just going, he was going, he was going, and it was just going. It was done. And I was like, I had to look at my phone like, oh, shit, that's it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, I feel like, it was, like it, was, it was almost, it was just like a very laid back ending. It was like he was like sobering up like after the party or something. I don't know. <laughs> Yo, I like that. I like that. Trust. It, it, it makes me think of right now, whatever. Like, hmm, am I gonna do this second episode, or am I gonna, am I gonna just pass out and say fuck it till later? Yo, get on that power rage, bro. I'm, 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 I'm telling. You, I've been sipping it throughout, bro. Oh god. Well, it's been fun reminiscing. Yeah, bro. Like shit, sobering up from last night or whatever. Like it's this. This was this was fun. This was great, dope celebration of life for Mac. Like, um, before we get into like just, you know last little final thoughts here, um, you're rating the album out of ten. Circles. Uh. This 92 wave. Think about circles, man. This is okay. You need this. <laughs> I would probably, uh, man. I would probably give it seven point eight. I like that because I'm. I was. I was really on seven, eight, like around that range or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like not my favorite, 
but that's not it's of course not going to be a bad album. Matt has, does not have a bad album. Like he has albums that's not necessarily my favorite, but he does not have a bad album. No. Or collective, whatever you want to call them, or whatever you know, mixtapes, projects, anything, whatever. And as much as I hate the thing of like somebody gaining fans like after death, yeah, I think it will be nice just because it is such a whole new sound as a whole on this project that maybe it will like invite in some new listeners and. Create another fan base, which is always cool outside of like the rap community, just because it's that, more poppy and that legit makes me think. Like I listened to this one dude's pod or whatever, and he's like a producer. He really like was it's, it's wild as it sounds. It's kind of like what you just said or whatever. He had no clue about Mac while he was living. It took him passing to go back and listen to everything and being like, yo, this dude's incredible. And I remember he heard, like, I haven't, you know, the album just came out older, so I haven't heard his, like, thoughts on this album. I can't wait to hear that. But, like, he was like, he, he heard good news and was like, yo, banger. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> the best video I've seen all year, even though it was, like, the first, you know, week of January. I mean, it's cool. Music has the power to do that. Like, I think I'm happy that it was. I feel like we've like already talked about this, but the family releasing it, like, I just feel like the whole thing was handled very well. Right, and like, I guess we we know we both said it in a way. It doesn't feel like it, it feels like Mac would have put this out himself. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't feel like, you know, oh, yeah, we're going to get a bunch of tracks. They're not quite finished. We're going to go and put some other people on them or have some, you know, I make the joke of some Summer Walker tracks where it's like, or that last fucking Bryson Tiller track that was less than two minutes. God bless. <laughs> God, I'm still mad about that one. Friday, Friday, go check out the new shit Friday. And I was like, oh, get an album? And he's like, no, I'm giving you a single. And it's not even two minutes long. Like, what? Yeah. I love Bryson though. I, I know, but I'm gonna need him. I'm gonna need him and Frank. To, I'm gonna need him and Frank Ocean to make music. Like, do you guys forget you guys are artists? Well, that <laughs> Wale's song was uh, pretty short too. That you just put out with him. Like, I, I wanted so much more with Bryson Tiller. True, but anyway, that and Frank's yeah, trolling us or whatever. You know, it gives us albums. It gives us albums every four years, so we're doing one this year apparently. It could be. Is he? On the Coachella lineup? I'm not sure, to be honest. That's how you... I, I just know he dropped DHL and dropped In My Room, and he he had me... He, he, well, maybe it was just me in my head or whatever. He had me low-key getting trolled or whatever because he had, like, all the... like On the the album pictures for both of them, mm-hmm. at the bottom, if you notice or whatever, he has a bunch of, like, little kind of, like, figures, and I was like, oh, these figures simulate and, like... Of uh, you know the, the the tracks on the album or whatever. Oh, you were looking way too into that shit, bro. I I I did that turn into like you know somebody on fucking Reddit or some shit. <laughs> and it's been months now. He ain't gave us nothing else. He dropped that in like October. Yeah. And we still haven't gotten nothing. So I'm like, okay, I guess we're not. But I can hope, right? I think we probably will get something. Maybe around like April or something. We'll see. Because, yeah, he is headlining Coachella, which is a good sign. Maybe something new will pop out. Hey, he, he didn't go to he didn't go to Camp Flognon. He made all those fans boo Drake, which pissed me off. Oh, that was a crazy video. 
What? Bruh, how you, how you gonna boo Drake? I was like, I was so pissed. I'm like, you imagine being somewhere and like, like somebody said it best. They was like, they was like, the dude said it. He was like, yo, I, he's like, I bought tickets to the Scorpion tour. He's like, and I don't know how much the motherfuckers paid for the damn Camp Flognot tickets, but they was not compared to what the fuck he was charging that uh, Scorpion. So you got a free, like, doing B sides? What? Yeah, like is somebody being Drake my favorite artist? Like Beast, like, I would have lost my shit. That was pretty crazy, huh? <laughs> it's like it's not cool to like Drake, but you just get it over yourself, like. Hey man, I, I just I, I told you people gotta quit hating on the boy or whatever because like the tracks he don't even be in planning to like go crazy. Like I, I tell people whatever God's plan was out. The longest before Scorpion dropped or whatever, and that shit took off by accident. Same shit with Hotline Bling. He just dropped that as a Lucy. And it's like, oh, where it's gonna take off? I right, yeah, putting it on the album. Well, listen to this. This is what I was thinking about the other day. Think back That's to awesome. Forever, the Forever. You know that Drake, Kanye. Oh Kanye, yeah. And Wayne. So this is how I gauge it. Look at all the artists on that one track and where they are now. Kanye's freaking. Did you going off his rocker with his Christian stuff, like... Did you like, listen to that trash-ass album? I did. I listened to the second one, which was just his choir, which I really enjoyed. That was banging, though. I ain't gonna front. I, I, I had my aunt listen to that shit, and she's, yeah. you know... <laughs> that tells you anything. But, like, on that one track, there's, like, Eminem, Lil Wayne. I mean, Lil Wayne put out a nice album last year. Or, yeah. Like, two years ago. But, like, Drake is the most consistent artist in rap. Hands out, but that's for another podcast. True. Um, any final thoughts or whatever? I let you get out of here, man. I know you got you know some things you got to handle. Yeah, uh, I definitely got to re-listen to it again. But like I said, it was fun, reminiscing, goodness now, nostalgia trip, and appreciate you letting me come on here. Bro, I told you, it's been long overdue. I'm glad we can finally get this. I'm glad to, like, finally people can hear the voice behind the music, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, like, people, like, like I, I love when people's like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, where'd you get that, like, beat from at the beginning? I'm like, yo, that's the homies in the bio. Like, check that. Like, he puts this stuff out on Instagram or whatever, you know? Shit, plug yourself, bro, you know? Yeah, I'm trying to see if I'm going to put out a rap album here soon. We shall see. Hey. All right, that's called. I'm calling that interview, or whatever. First, I'm calling that. Oh, okay. I'll be ready. <sighs> but hey, y'all, I'm gonna let Sam get up out of here. I appreciate all this, homie. We gonna end this off like we always do. Mac Miller, R.I.P. So to end this, ask me later, Sam, Mookie, and until next time, we. Are